if you want to have a podcast that is listened on all of the different platforms and in all of the different countries, then it's important to not just push for podcast reviews. And these podcast reviews will not be as important. What's important is going to be about finding new people to listen to your podcast. And yes, we've been told that one of the ways to get on Apple Podcasts, top new and noteworthy or top podcasts is by getting more reviews, but that's not necessarily true. There is a lot more that goes into that algorithm than just that. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. How important are podcast reviews actually? This is a question that I get quite often, and I'm really excited to dive into this because it's a fun topic. (laughs) And I'm going to respond with one of my favorite phrases, which is yes and. (laughs) So buckle up. This is going to be good. If we have not met before, my name is Alicia Galati. I run Galati Media, which is a full-service podcast management company where we help business owners, nonprofits, and organizations launch and grow their podcasts. We are very strategic and one of the very few podcast management agencies that offer strategy as well as production support. So if you are looking to grow your podcast, connect on a deeper level with your audience, use your podcast to generate leads, we are your gals. For today's topic, we are going to be talking about the relevance and or importance of podcast reviews. I was recently talking to a podcast friend and she was looking at someone else's podcast and she had a question. She said, Alicia, this woman has 23 episodes and she put in her podcast description that she is a top 2.5% ranked global podcast. And her question was, how accurate is that statement? And how in the world did she do that? So I started doing a little bit of internet stalking and coming to the conclusion that the woman was using a podcast ranking and listening app called Listen Notes, which can and does rank your podcast on a global level. Now, when I say it ranks them on a global level, I don't honestly know that I trust them 100%. Because the number of podcasts that they state that they are ranking you against or stacking you against is not accurate to the actual number of podcasts in the world. So I don't know how they come up with that number. I don't know if it's active podcasts in the last six months or active podcasts in the last year or what. But there's not enough information or details for me to feel confident in that number that they're giving. Now, that said, I do think that you should use any numbers to your ability to promote your podcast. So if you go to Listen Notes and you see that you are a top 10% podcast, or you see that you are a top 5% podcast, or even a top 2.5% podcast, that is something that you can use in your marketing. 
It creates almost like a FOMO or fear of missing out for the uninitiated. It creates the listener experience thinking, oh my goodness, all of these other people are listening to this podcast. I think this is something I should be listening to as well. So it is possible to use that information. I am not against using the information available to us even though I'm not really sure how in the world that Listen Notes is getting that information. Now, after doing a little more digging, I was able to see that this woman has a really big number of reviews. She has hundreds of reviews on her podcast, even though it is only 23 episodes in. Now, how she went about getting those reviews, are they from actual listeners or did she pay for those reviews? These are all things that we can't really look into and we don't really know. I also can't look at her downloads. So because I'm only able to see from the outside looking in and I don't have a peek behind the curtain of what it is that she's doing, I can only say this. Most likely, she is using some type of strategy to get podcast reviews. And in looking at her podcast, it looks like the majority of those reviews started in September and October. Right now, I am recording this in October. So considering that and knowing that it's probably been a push to get new reviews, if this podcaster is going about getting these reviews organically, then she's probably doing it one of a few ways. We're going to get into some of those strategies, but let's talk, are these reviews important? Now, when I say podcast reviews, I'm looking specifically at Apple Podcast. I am not an Apple Podcast user. And most of the world are actually not Apple Podcast users. It's only in the United States that Apple Podcasts is a top player. With that in mind, if you are someone who wants to have a global podcast, meaning you want listeners on every single continent, your content is not specific to people based in the United States and is not specifically tailored to people based in a region. So there are podcasts where maybe it's about Virginia and you're specifically talking about the state of Virginia. Then obviously it doesn't matter what other countries are listening to you because you want to make sure that you're getting listeners in the state of Virginia. So if you want to have a podcast that is listened on all of the different platforms and in all of the different countries, then it's important to not just push for podcast reviews. And these podcast reviews will not be as important. What's important is going to be about finding new people to listen to your podcast. And yes, we've been told that one of the ways to get on Apple Podcasts, top new and noteworthy or top podcasts is by getting more reviews, but that's not necessarily true. There is a lot more that goes into that algorithm than just that. Downloads also account for it. We have had clients launch with 250 downloads in their first week of launching their podcast and they hit multiple charts on Apple Podcast, top 50, multiple charts on Apple Podcasts in multiple countries. So it's not just about what the ratings are. And these people were not getting, this client specifically that I'm talking about, did not get more than about five reviews. So when it comes to, are reviews important? 
yes, they are important to understand what it is that your audience enjoys, to understand what it is that your audience maybe doesn't enjoy, to see what guests your audience are learning from. It also helps show credibility because you can screenshot those reviews and add them to your website. You can screenshot them and use them in marketing materials on social media. Are they important in monetizing your podcast? Are they important in connecting with your audience on a deeper level? Probably not as much. That side is going to be about the overall downloads. And most people who have the globally ranked podcasts are going to have listeners in all of those different apps, in all of those different countries. So it's important that we remember and go back to our goals. And we have episodes on setting podcast goals, understanding your podcast goals, achieving your podcast goals, all of that stuff. We'll make sure we link those in the show notes. But it is so important to remember this part of the podcast reviews that, yes, while they're great and they're fun and it's cool to hit charts and it's cool to get all these reviews, it's also not the most important thing in your podcast. And the It's not the most important thing to grow your podcast. But if you're someone who would like to see more reviews on your podcast, I've got some information for you as well. Some of the ways that we have found clients be able to get regular podcast reviews is to ask their audience. So two ways that we've seen work really well. One, they say, if you're listening to this and you really enjoy this, I would love it if you left a rating or a review on your podcast listening app. Now, what that does, how I just phrased that, leave a rating or a review because some podcast apps allow for ratings only. Looking at you, Spotify. (laughs) And some allow for ratings and reviews. So make sure that you are sharing both of those so your audience knows, hey, any reviews, any ratings are welcome. Also notice that at the end, I also said on your favorite podcast listening app, if you can. Now, this lets people know, hey, your app might not let you leave a rating or review. That's okay. If it does, please leave us a rating and review. So that way it still encourages listeners. It's not saying, hey, if you listen to this, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating or review. Podcast listeners are very particular about the apps that they listen to podcasts on, and they're not going to like being told to go to a different app to leave a rating or a review. That's just not something that they enjoy doing. So make it super easy for them and also leave it open to your listeners. So that is one way is literally asking for ratings and reviews. The second way that you can get more podcast reviews that we have seen work with clients is that they will they will incentivize their audience members with something. So one client said, if you leave a rating and review, you will be entered into a drawing where every month I will pick one person, I will read their review, I will send them a DM, and I will let them know that they get a free coaching call with me. That's a great strategy because If they're listening to you, they're probably already interested in your services. They're probably already interested in what it is that you have to offer. So if you can give them something quick and easy and digestible, that's a great way to do that. So that is one way. Another incentive that we have seen work well with clients is one client had a membership. And so she said, 
If you leave a rating and review once a week, because they get a ridiculous number of ratings and reviews, they also have a very large audience. So they would say, leave a rating and review. If we read your review on the podcast next week, in the coming weeks, then you will be entered or maybe chosen to get a free month of our membership. Now, this is a very low ticket offer. It's less than 20 bucks. Once you get them in there, they're more likely to stay because they're already putting in their credit card information. They're already getting some of the juicy details of what is involved. And it's an easy and quick way to grow the membership. So these are some of the ways that we've seen clients incentivize their listeners to help them leave reviews. Now, what if your listeners are not using Apple Podcasts, they're not using Spotify, or maybe they are using Spotify, but they want to send you a review, a written review. We have one client where she created a Google form that her listeners could leave a rating with stars and leave a review. And so if they did not have access to Apple Podcasts, it allowed them to still send her some love, show her some love on her podcast, and let her know what she was doing well and what people really liked about her show. So that's always an option, right? It's a quick and easy free way that you can create more content, connect with your audience on a deeper level, and get those reviews. The last thing that I want to note is with Spotify. So even though Spotify does not have a space for reviews, it does have a space for ratings. But it also added something in the recent months where you can actually leave comments or interactions with episodes specifically. So if you're listening to this episode and you want to say what your biggest takeaway was and you're listening on Spotify, then you can do that. And you can let your audience know that they can do that as well. So that is another way to leave an episode-specific review on something like Spotify, and then you would just need to go into the back end of Spotify to mark those as published. All right, we've covered everything, so you get to decide. Are podcast reviews important to you? I want to know what your answer is. Send me a DM and let me know what your answer is if podcast reviews are important to you and how maybe you plan on going about getting those podcast reviews. Until next time, happy podcasting, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.